If you see me eating pie, if you see me eating pie, grab a fork. Yeah, I did it. Did you write that down to remember it? No, I remembered it like 20 minutes ago when we were by the couch. And it took me about three minutes to figure out what I was supposed to remember. But I did it. I fucking did it. If you see me eating pie, if you see me eating pie, grab a fork. Welcome to Couple of Critics <laughs> Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. Grab a fork. <sighs> I'm so happy with it. I know you are. <laughs> you did it so much the other night that it got me doing it, but I was doing it sarcastically. <laughs> it's infectious. So, yes. Like a disease. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. Like I said, we are a review podcast where we uh, share media with each other, usually music, sometimes more. And uh... just, just movies. Oh, wait, shows. I always fuck that up. Yeah, we've done TV specials. <sighs> Damn it. You're not good at this. I'm so negative. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we share things with each other. We review them. We talk about them. Uh, we're typically on different ends of the spectrum when it comes to some things. Not all things. We do have overlaps, much like my body right now. But <laughs> <laughs> Overlaps? Yeah, I'm a mess. I'm a goddamn mess do, these do days. Do you ever just stick your hand in the folds? Of course. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I've got... You stick your hand in your butt fold. I was going to say I have three folds I can stick it in right here, right? It's not even under the titties. It's like a roll that's under the titties. Here. Okay. I don't care. We're possibly video for this, yeah, by the way. We are taking video. We don't know how it's going to go, but we'll see how it goes. Right there. It's kind of hard to see. You need to lift that up. Right yeah, sh- show those little the, pinkies. God, those tits are getting big. And right under there, under the bed, bed belly. And uh, like you said, my butt crack. Oh, that's classic. Oh, the taint, if you close it together, that's a fold. I mean, it's the whole thing. Oh, I touch the whole thing all the time. Oh, hi, Oliver. Hi, Oliver. Uh, I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't specify between different areas on my body. I would just say the whole thing. The whole cavernous region down there. In that in that cavernous region, are there ghosts? No, it usually <laughs> see ghosts are a little different than what I have running around down in me. They're a little more demonic, you might say. Like the creatures from the Descent. Um, I'd say from the movie Thirteen, ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> what? Ah, they're ghosts, but they're not ghosts. They're actually. Hit it! Yeah! (laughs) We gotta get rid of this soundboard. It's being used too much. Maybe I should give it to you. How would you feel about the power of holding the soundboard? I would like that a lot. All right, I'm gonna have to get it. But I don't know what's. I don't think it'll reach to you. Well, I don't know what all is on it right now. I don't think it's a good time to start this episode. We'll we'll start it (laughs) next episode. You could even get your own samples. I could. Yeah! That is true. All right, you wanna get to the podcasting part of the podcast? Yeah, I guess so. The part that we uh, came here to do. Yeah. Well, like I said, we're trying out video. Who knows if it makes it? Hi. Hi. Uh, We'll see how it goes. We have a future planned of video because shit happens that's funnier. More funny. Wow. Funnier is Is funnier a word? Okay. It's funnier. It's funner is not a word. Okay. When you get to see it, like the classic Michelle Soda explosion... Would have been beautiful on camera. And all of the classic Sam explosions. (laughs) I jizz a lot. (laughs) Oh, I I mean, 
that could have been what you meant. That could have not been what you me meant. Me falling down and sl- uh, smash- me falling down and smashing a guitar would have been good. Me fall. Me fall. All right. Yeah, you have done that a couple times. I'm a fucking idiot. Those are some missed opportunities. We've been talking about doing the video aspect for quite a long time. And we finally decided to set up some old cell phones and try (laughs) this out. (laughs) We're not going to pretend like we have any high class anything. I wonder which quality is going to be better. I bet your phone's the best, which is your shot. Uh Uh-huh. What a shame. The second's going to be my shot. What a shame. And the third phone, the wide shot, which we'll cut to now. (laughs) Uh... It's the shittier one, I'm sure, which is going to be the guest one. They're going to sit right there. It's going to be a good time. Fuck you, guests. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what happens. It was a me week, everyone. It's a me week. And uh, me seeks. I mean, I chose an album that's in my, you know, my valley, my vein. You mm-hmm. know, it's still rock and roll. It's still angsty. But it's a band that I have routinely talked shit about. It's grungerific. For a long time. And it's time to talk about Nirvana with their not debut album, second album, Nevermind. You said they only released one when Kurt was alive, three albums. I think so. I didn't do a lot of research on this one. I, I must apologize. But I'm pretty sure I wanted to do Bleach. But then I found out Davy Grohl doesn't uh, drum on that. No involvement. And the whole, uh, what's the word? Most of the appeal. Yeah, that part of the appeal was I want to listen to Dave Droll Grum. I want to hear Dave Droll Grum a lot. Because <laughs> I like the way he hits it hard. I've always liked watching videos of him. I love his musical attitude on stuff. It's helped me come out of my assholeism. You know, I like f- the way he hits it hard. It makes me come <laughs> out of my asshole. You know, when we first got together, and still sort of, I'm a music Nazi. Way more when we got together. I never would have used that word, but yeah, you're an asshole. So, Dave Grohl kind of helped me come out of that shell and accept that, hey, if I like it, I fucking like it. Why does it have to have a certain look to it? And as everyone knows, I'm getting tired of death metal anyway, so time to stretch out those wings and fly across the canyon. Okay, yeah. Second studio albums came out in 1991, September 24th, three days after my birthday. So how old would I have been? Six? I'm making you do the math. I think it's six. Six in three days? Okay. Is that right? I don't remember the year that you said. 1991. Correct. Boom. I can do simple math. Went the dynamite. I was five. And sad. Were you listening to Nirvana and being no. sad? <laughs> no. I can't believe this came out when we were six. I was listening to like Fancy by Reba McIntyre and crying. That's wild to me because I feel Is like my I'm... mom going to turn me out when I'm older. <laughs> Who was that uh, we were listening to today on that Woodstock thing? Uh, 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 she did the Janis Joplin song. Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge. She uh, she did a very good job. Of course. You know, I always talk shit on women singers, but when someone's feeling something. You've always been negative about her, too. And I've always. I? I think so. I'm just negative about that sound. I don't know what that sound is. I've always thought Melissa Etheridge was talented. Uh, it doesn't go chung, 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 and choop, choop, choop. Yeah, that's that knot sound. Uh, tie it in a knot and throw it away. Get it out of my life. Is that a Reba McIntyre lyric? No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, like I said, this came out in 1991. We have four singles and a... Uh, 
I say we get into it. What do you say? I'm down, baby. Cool. We're going to hear the first one, which was uh, definitely a single and the first single, at least on September 10th. So they're getting people ready for that album. That means people were probably lined up for this shit. All right, here we go. Smells like Teen Spirit. Everyone enjoy. Possibly, potentially, partially. Probably partially? I can't hear the music very well. Yeah, that's better. There you go, Thank man. you, Sam. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, right off the bat, I know the Weird Al version way more Makes than I know this version. And I got to say, Mr. Yankovic, I don't have to press that button all the time, uh, did a killer job replicating this. Oh, for sure. His band is wonderful. Yeah, they do a great job. And uh, I don't know whether to spoil my opinions on Nirvana or not, or if I should just talk track by track right now. What does it, it matter? I guess it doesn't matter. We always just talk. Just be free, Sam. I, we I, just I, watch the Woodstock thing. Be free. I am going to be Actually, free. Actually, two Woodstock things. I am <laughs> so tired of looking down at my phone and seeing this baby's penis. Well, <laughs> as we discussed right before this podcast, it's on the album cover. <laughs> two things I really don't like are dicks on babies and dicks on dogs. <laughs> Keep them away from me. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, I gotta say, I listened to this. I came into it obviously with weird feelings because I've been negative about Nirvana for a very long time. But I cleared my head and said, hey, Listen to this as if you were into, like, punk and rock at the time. And this came out, and you don't know them as the grand Nirvana. You know, you know them as just a band that came out. Mm-hmm. The less than grand Nirvana. Yes. And I've got to say, I think I would have been very happy at the time. Because it would, have, it would have felt like, hey, somebody that sounds kind of like them. They have enough punk in them to sound like sort of in an underground world obviously it's very poppy at yeah. parts but there's a lot of punk that was even like no effects and rancid they all get poppy and you can argue if they're underground or not at this point not now you don't think they're underground now i don't think there's a lot that's really underground because, or maybe most things are underground unless it's on the radio because there's so much out there so many people are just creating content every day. Music, everything. I, th- I think of it this way. They're kings of an underground thing. I really... So, breaking it down, because I have my hesitations because of this song in particular. I don't hate Nirvana. I don't think that they're terrible. There's not a lot of Nirvana to choose from because... Dave Grohl also didn't like himself very much. Dave Grohl? <laughs> I think <laughs> Dave Grohl likes himself a lot. I said that wrong. I said <laughs> Curdy Cobainy. Curdy Cobainy didn't like himself. Even though there's tons of speculation that he didn't actually kill himself. The gun was too long. He wouldn't have been able to reach the trigger. He had too much narcotics in his blood that he wouldn't have been able to focus. He would have been passed out. So there's, a, there's a lot of things that can lead to a murder. A lot of But there's also a lot of things that can lead to I shot myself in the fucking head. He was definitely <laughs> someone who seemed miserable all the time. From what we saw, look, from what was shown to us, definitely. From what I've usually seen, he's yes. always been kind of sarcastic. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I don't want this fame. 
But then, which again has always been a weird point for me with Nirvana, is that they also make songs that are like still kind of have that basic like poppy background. It's it's I don't think this song is a great representation of grunge like it is. But it's also super, like, commercialized sounding to me. Well, the production value is really good, so that helps with it sounding more of a mainstream sound. Mm -hmm. It just seems like he was always like, I don't want this, but then did things to put himself there. I, I thought about that, too. I almost have a theory now. I think I do have a theory, I should say, that I think Kurt hated all the mainstream stuff and hated doing all the glitzy glamour bullshit that you have to do to make the money that is required yeah but he also couldn't not write songs that made that happen he's writing things that he has to and unfortunately it leads to the shit that i don't want so then that makes this like dynamic in your head like I fucking hate myself (laughs) so you think that's part of why he killed himself because he's like man I just want to be more punk and grunge than I actually am maybe I think that could lead to a self-hatred I know that like it gets annoying for me when I write stuff and all that comes out is da 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 because sorry that's bad are you yawning you're yawning on camera the lights are really intense right now they are do you need to wear shades during these uh maybe perhaps i don't know you might might look really cool it's really cool when somebody wears their sunglasses at night so you can so you can podcast the list of songs that have sampled this smells like teen spirit is insane Really? I had never even thought about Nirvana actually being sampled. And interpolated a ton of times. Holy shit. And covered. Wow. This this might be the most. It was a huge fucking hit. I remember when it came out. I don't think I've ever seen any song that has this many credits. That's... As far as being sampled and interpolated by, covered by. What's the top sampler? Oh, It's not like listed. Oh, Oh, it just told you it was a lot. I mean, it has a. I mean, it, I didn't mean it's not listed. It's not like categorized or rated. Ah, those sons of bitches. I bet Kanye West used. Uh, that sounds like he would use this, right? I mean, well, he's... Justin Timberlake and Jay Z definitely did. Really? And Holy Grail. Do you know that song? Yeah, you had to listen to it one time. Did when you it know? It was on that Justin Timberlake uh, thing, but they sang it. Did you know that that was using the Nirvana? Cool. Interesting. I sure did. It's pretty obvious. Interesting. Does it go? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Oh, I bet it does the. I bet it doesn't. Fuck. Do you want to move on to the next? I do. I want to move on. Let's get away from the song. Okay. You hate that song. I I never said hate. I just don't like it, and I want nothing to do with it. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next song, In Bloom. By the way, it's the Nevermind version. It told me that. It did. It told us all (laughs) that. This is all that. Uh, We watched this video earlier. We watched all the videos from this album earlier, right? We watched at least the main four, yeah. This was the fourth single. 
They went left. They released this one in 1992. So man. you said that you're not a big fan of the lyrical content. Sell kids for food. Weather changes mood. Uh, I think they're just very floaty and they mean nothing sometimes. I think he's just like... And you were <laughs> kind of making it comparable to The Doors or Jim Morrison. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just random phrases that Hogwash. pop into the head and you just grab them from the air and you stick them together and hope they rhyme. And then you go, hey, that's a poem. And I'm like, I, am I just dumb and I can't interpret it? That might be the case. There might be meanings to all these songs that are very artistic, but as far as I can tell... I don't, I don't know. Wanna... I don't know the backstory to any of this stuff, right, so, so I can't put any of that down and back it up or, you know, uh, bring it forward. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a very, like, misinformed <laughs> podcast. They always like... <laughs> are. They always are. So it's always funny. And even though I, I kind of welcome people being like, yeah, you guys are wrong about this and you said this and actually this is this and totally open to it but it also makes me because <laughs> I'm just like we do not claim to know anything we and we have brain farts all of the time all it, the time things that we would be able to grab and just remember or reference in from nothing just with no effort at all. But then there's there's just this pressure, even though it's very relaxed and laid back what we do. And there's just still this thing, like there's this wall that's just like, no, I'm going to make this harder for you to remember <laughs> how to finish sentences, what topic you're on, and just, you know, <clears throat> normal everyday facts. And also, I got to a point where I'm just... I've resigned to the fact that I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm just going to let it come out. And I do not care. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You uh, usually don't care about me. lots of things. It's a wonderful way to live. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> it, it, it is until I'm like 60 and I have to work at McDonald's or something. 60. <laughs> when I'm 60 and working at McDonald's, still trying to skate, busting my tail bump. I hope I'm still skating at 60. I called it a tail bump. A tailbone. <laughs> a tailbone. Here's the. That still works. The Kurt Cobain solo action, where it's just dissonant notes that are kind of ugly, but I think they fit. I, I gotta say, the, to the point of earlier, you said I think the lyrics are the worst part. I think Kirk's voice is good. Uh, I like the grit that he can get on there. I like how he can clean it up. It's such a raspy voice. Yeah, and he can. And he can change the rasp. That's control of the throat. Like, it, you got throat control, I, bitch. I would have before listening to this album. I would have said he's just hurting his throat. Uh huh. But now I think he knows. I don't think he was trained. I think he just figured it out. No, there's no way. And just figured out how to add grit because there's like later parts on this where he's straight up doing like <laughs> kind of screaming. Maybe heroin also just gives him wings, oh, like yeah. Red Bull. But only, you know, only enough to pull a trigger. Heroin, it gives you wings. <laughs> Should uh, I add like a CG of blood effect right there? Only if it doesn't look super gory, I guess, because then it could be... Oh, you'll be flagged. Flagged. <laughs> I'll make it like 
Super bad. What a fun world we live in these days. Be careful. Someone could flag <laughs> it. Someone could report you online. Oh, my God. I don't understand why there aren't <sighs> tiers of YouTube that, like, it shouldn't. The, if we want to be recommended content that is vulgar, are you making fun of me? <laughs> no. Are you on meth? So you're moving your mouth like that? I'm just playing your ham into the cam. Cam ham. I'm not doing any of those things, Sam. Uh, I don't remember what I was talking about now. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't care about the little things. You just go, go, go. It was baby. distracting. I wasn't even looking at you. I know. That was distracting as well. Do you you want me? Okay, let's do this. Motherfucker, let's talk about this. Nirvana shit. Okay. You want to talk about how Kirk got wings. He got wings to fly. I'm not going to make eye contact with you. This is what you demanded from me. Look at your beautiful brown eyes. What color are my eyes? Kind of pink and beady (laughs) and blue. Pink and beady. (laughs) Yeah, the part that's supposed to be white's pretty pink. I wonder why. Come as you are, man. That was a phenomenal transition. <laughs> Thank you. You have always been known for my classic segues. Yeah, the Sam brand. It's uh, how smooth it is. Scoot it's almost on down jazz. the sidewalk with Sam brand. It's almost jazz, Michelle. It is. I spilled water everywhere. Um, There's that. Do difference. you think it's Dave Grohl who's doing that? The jazzing of it? Yeah. Or do you think it's the bass? I think it's both of them because he's using the ride symbol and he's not playing really hard. And the beat is... Which can be, you know, sort of swingy sounding. But the bass, it's not a traditional walking bass line, but it's definitely a... uh, It's a type of a walking bass line. You know what I'm talking about? So when it comes back, if you listen to it as a walking bass line, it could possibly be called that I would here right here it's a walker it's a walker <laughs> I have mentioned the walking base on this podcast many times beautiful so do we want to mention walking tacos on this podcast no I want to mention that again we have shit for memories and shit for brains and shit for consciences. That's not true. We're, we're pretty decent people. My conscience is, is perfect. Here we go. It's the rocking out part. Yeah, it's so, super rocking. He totally had a gun. <laughs> I know that joke's been made a thousand times, but it's crazy ironic that he made a song about not having a gun. This was the music video where there was just a gun floating in water as well. Which he wasn't in water. He was... Nor was it that type of gun. No, it was a big old shotgun. He made sure he did the trick. <laughs> you think it was Doug Bear shotgun? <laughs> you can miss with a little bullet. You think it was Doug Bear shotgun? You think a sing bear shotgun? Are you trying to say that like some hillbilly sold him a shotgun and showed him how to shoot his own head? I'm asking you if you think it was a double barrel shotgun oh. or a single barrel shotgun. All I heard was single single shotgun, single shotgun. I think it was a. I think it was actually a single. Oh. We watched that documentary where they were 
I've doing seen all the uh, multiple ducks. I don't remember. I watched the one at least where it was trying to say that uh, what's her name, Hillary Clinton. She was trying paid to have Kurt killed. Do you know she's Hillary in a band hole? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Her name's Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting mess up. Mess up. I think you're the one who's mess up. up. How dare you! There's a, uh, an example of the lower grit of the Kurt Cobain. No, I don't Vocal have gun. I don't think, I think he was, Nirvana was Kurt. Kurt was Nirvana. I think a lot of it was him. Not saying that the others didn't write their parts and such. I just feel like so much of the appeal was the guy whose hair was always ratty and in his face, who always acted like he didn't care, who always rolled his fucking eyes, who was raspy and gritty and looked and sounded dirty. Like, he definitely... He was definitely the salesman of the group. Like, you know, he's the poster boy for the group. But, and like I said before, I do like that they were silly as well. There was silliness. Especially in that In Bloom video where yeah. it was like an Ed Sullivan parody. Yeah, you made a great point where you said, I'm surprised he was like cool with acting, not like an asshole in this video. And, I, and like I said, I think it's because he got to be goofy instead of like, look in the camera and be brooding, Kurt. He's like, I get to be weird. Yeah, because it also seemed kind of cynical, which is why I think it worked. Yes, yes. He's got that Frank Zappa cynicism. Mm-hmm. Where he, Everything sucks. Where it would get tiresome after a while. You'd just be like, man, you just drained me. <sighs> well, there is a song about that, but he uh, he definitely seemed like he would have been maybe not the most pleasant person to be around. Uh, yeah, but again, we're seeing what was shown to us. I wonder if you asked Dave or Chris, they're like, no, in the tour bus, he was fucking hilarious. And then as soon as some camera got in his face, he'd be a dick. Yeah, but you can't bite the hand that fucking feeds you when that's, I mean, you're doing it for that reason. Not for that reason, but, I mean, you tried to get signed to a big label. You yeah. agreed get, yeah. like signing with the big label. You knew what you were getting into. You agreed and then, to the tour. You did everything. And then to act annoyed because you have to do interviews and music videos. And PR like, work and like, shit like that. Fuck you. You know that's part of it. And if you didn't want that, then you shouldn't have signed with the big label. And I'm not saying that that gives labels free reign to just take advantage of artists but it's a different beast you either know what you're getting into you know what you're signing up for you know what you're signing over like your privacy and your time and all of that and just to be like this is so stupid i hate (laughs) fame give me your money i if it's invasive and they're like coming at you when you're getting off of a tour bus and it's not set up i would get pissed like, hey, get the fuck out of here. We're set up for 2.30 for the interview. Until then, you leave me the fuck alone. I don't think that was necessarily the thing. He just I'm seemed not saying irritated it was, to... that would be irritating. But if you agreed to a schedule of an interview and shit, then go do the fucking interview. Just get it over with. I don't or send know. Dave. I don't know. Dave, they all kind of just had that young, angsty attitude in general. But I... I Chris Novoselic just seemed kind of blasé most of the time. Like, he was just there. He was always, like, going with the flow. He never caused any problems. He wasn't, like, super outspoken and, like, me, 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 or anything like that. But he was willing to participate in the carnage. Yes. Yeah. 
And then Dave would always be kind of silly and be weird, make weird faces and have like awkward interactions when someone would put a microphone in his face. But he never seemed like shitty about no, it. No, he just or, like, seemed not goofy. Grateful. Yeah. Kirk just seemed ungrateful and kind keep, of annoying. Do you keep calling him Kirk or am I just hearing Kurt? Kurt. I'm saying Kurt. Okay. I thought you would. Kurt. I don't know that I'm even saying the T that much. It's more like Kurt. 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 <laughs> Is that an Indiana thing? What's up, Kurt? Kurt. All right, let's move on. There's I'll a lot of songs on this mouth. fucking album. Uh, Is it really that bad? Breed is the name of this track. There's not a lot of songs. It's 13. That seems like a lot to me. No, that's pretty basic. Oh, yeah. This is the song that Ed Gein covered. So we have listened to a little bit of this before, but we also listened to Smells Like Teen Spirit on this podcast as well. This guitar tone, you hear how it's like real sludgy. Oh, yeah, for that's sure. That's my favorite guitar tone. Dirty, grungy, thick. Yes. It's not on every song at all. It's only on like two or three, as far as I can it's tell. It's stuff that has more of a punk feel to it, and yeah. I think that this song is definitely punkier. Yes, this is a moshing song. I would have been in 1991, definitely in a pit during this. I would have been in a pit of depression <laughs> in a foster <laughs> home somewhere. Ha <laughs> 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 jokes. This has got the Foo Fighters sound right here. I know it's like, it so, has like nothing jolly to do with each other. But. That's, I wonder how much... Obviously, the drums are important, but how much of a driving force are the drums actually in these songs? And the, and making it sa- have that like poppier sound? Uh, probably a lot, because he could have chosen any drum beat, kind of, for some of these riffs, and it could have changed the whole dynamic. But this is a real dancey thing. Like you can, yeah, you can bob to it. Like it's, like I heard before, they all loved the fucking Beatles. It was their favorite band. So you can see like bopping Beatles girls to this. It's just like that fucking In Bloom video. I mean, they're parried in the whole Beatlemania. I don't hear anything like Beatles related. And I understand that they liked other kinds of music. And I don't know. It's just breaching that line that I don't think that other grunge bands really did so much. I don't think Soundgarden ever sounded poppy. I Maybe Pearl Jam. Yeah, I, Pearl Jam can get poppier. Black Hole Sun, but it was more like a ballad. I don't think yeah, it was... it didn't have a pop sound. I don't think it was them like trying to sound a certain way. It was yeah. just picked up because it sounded a little more like easy to listen to because it was slower. But oh, I don't think Allison Chains, when at least when Lane was alive, ever went poppy at all. So <clears throat> for being the most popular, maybe that's part of why their Nirvana is so popular because they have songs like this, which are I mean it's still rock, it still has grunge to it, it has nice tones, everything sounds good, it has that you know angst to it, and but you it's can still dance to really it. like kind of welcoming to a wider array of people than a lot say, of underground punk. I would say if you made 10 people listen to Alice in Chains versus Nirvana, more of them are going to say they like the Nirvana than the Alice in Chains. It kind of depends on the people, though. Yeah, I because mean, a general Alice array. in Chains is really, like, it's more soulful, I guess. If you asked, I don't know, 
K-pop fans, which one do you like more? They would like Nirvana. They would like Nirvana. They could do it. Dun, 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 That's dun. true, but yeah, because a lot of Nirvana songs are more uppity, and there's a naked dick on the front. And you know how K-pop kids love dick. It's a gross generalization about our K-pop fans. Well, aren't Look a lot how many of K-pop fans we have? Aren't a lot of K-pop fans girls though? I fucking and they know love nothing. that BTS dick behind the scenes. Sure. Okay. Oh, let's move on. Lithium is the name of the song. Everyone knows it. It's a single. It's your mom's favorite song. Isn't this the last of the singles? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is the third singles in 1992. Most of the singles were actually in 92. Only Smells Like Teen Spirit. And then the second one was Come As You Are. So we're singled out. Yeah. We're I'm Chris a regular. Hardwick. Regular Jenny McCarthy, since you got to Chris Hardwick before I could get it out. God damn it. Sorry. Hey, I'm Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Poop. <laughs> Poop. Uh, I remember he who shall not be named loved playing this song. Because, you know, he is the reincarnation of Kurt Cobain. He's the second coming. <laughs> well, he can't be the reincarnation because he was already... They they couldn't exist that's together. True, that's true. At the they same were alive time. at the same time. Yeah, that's, that doesn't work like that. But but his soul traveled from that loft across the country and went straight into he who shall not be named greasy, greasy ass head. <laughs> that's so funny. To me. I'm the second coming of Kurt Cobain, Dad. Also, uh, when's it gonna happen? <laughs> that's so mean. But I don't take it back. No, don't take anything back. Don't let the world hold you down. I'm sure if the world could, it would hold me down and strangle me. Do you think the world's that cruel? That it would grow arms and hold you down and strangle you? It doesn't need arms to put a stranglehold on a motherfucker. It just needs Ted Nugent. It needs to... It could just dust fucking whip up a bunch of dust and like tornado my ass to the ground pick me up and throw me down that's not sexual because my spine's gonna be broken into multiple pieces like i said oh that was that was good that was really good i like that uh what do you think about this song it's okay it's not great out of the couple songs in the past i mean you don't seem to be you know this album very well, but you're not responding to it very happily. Um, I the my favorite songs are not any of the singles, and this is a very front-loaded album right. when it comes to singles. Because uh, honestly, the song I think so far out of the five that we've heard is "Breed," which is the only one that isn't a single. I'm not anti-Nirvana. My sister likes Nirvana. Like I, Sam said, I'm familiar with this album. This is not new to me. I've listened to Nirvana some on my own as a, as a young adult. Um, but there's not a lot to choose from, so I didn't like go crazy on it. I think it's I think it's weird when people go crazy on artists that only have like a few, unless they're really super crazy good. And some people just think they're super really crazy good. I guess so. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, he was good. Cream. Yeah. So I'm putting my foot in my mouth and taking it all back. Like I, like you just told me not to do, I'm taking this one back. 
I think you like Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. It's just not like as the top of everything as it is to other people. So it's it doesn't like. I would put them because I think we did on the grunge episode. We rated. Did we all rate the top four? I feel like we did. Maybe. The main four. Once again, I don't have a memory, so I don't know. Well, then let's just do it again real quick before this song. Okay. I mean, when this song Well, we're not going to make it before the end of this song. So I put Alice in Chains, personally, at the top. Soundgarden. I would put Nirvana over Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam would be last for me. But so they're not the worst. (laughs) I'm going to go with the exact same ranking okay listening to this album has definitely confirmed that i would rather listen to nirvana than listen to pearl jam we did make it by the end of the album by the way by by the end of the song i can't come up with words today (laughs) except i'm gonna expound upon that idea uh nirvana is just so much punkier and so much more interesting and energetic to me than pearl jam is i don't mind pearl jam they're fine I'd see him for free if someone drove me there. I like some Pearl Jam songs. They yeah. just don't. Nothing that they've ever done has made me feel anything like the other bands have. And I don't even. I just. I think I like the punkier aspect of Nirvana over Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam just goes a little too into that like jam bandy like feel. That like yeah, hippie yeah. world. Hippie world. Yes, 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 yes. And I mean, no offense to Zach or anything, but it's just not. Like my much offense. <laughs> it's just not my bag so much. So if it gets a little too like touchy-feely with emotions and stuff, when it comes to that sort of thing, I just don't feel it so much. But I feel the pain in <laughs> Alice in Chains. And I feel the anger and... Alice in Pains. <laughs> and angst and Chris Cornell screaming for Soundgarden. Like those are really powerful... And those have those have been things that I've actually felt, and I just think that Nirvana kind of does it a little better than Pearl Jam. And for me, I think I said this the other day. Like, you're right. Pearl Jam is like the jam band of the Grungers. Mm-hmm. Nirvana is the punk band, and then Allison Chains is almost the blues band. I would say blues, yeah. And then Soundgarden's the metal band. Mm-hmm. I think that's all very accurate. And of course, my two tops are going to be the blues. Uh, the metal bands. Yeah, that makes sense. And I can listen to a lot more of... I can listen to all of Alice in Chains' catalog and be fine. I can get tired of Soundgarden. Yeah, sometimes. I can too. So that's why it's under Alice in Chains. For me and you, I suppose. Yeah, Alice in Chains is right. just good. You want to do one more and then we'll uh, take a b- 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 break? That works for me. Beautiful. Let's, and let's let's uh, <laughs> let's go out to break on a downer, essentially. Is it? Maybe this won't be the break song. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we're listening to Polly. This is about Polly Shore, right? Oh, it would be so <laughs> much weirder if it was. Polly, how many times has he made that First joke? First of all, he calls Polly a, a woman who's tied down. Um, so I don't think I want Polly Shore to be in that position. I think I do. <laughs> uh, this was a song where I was like, oh, I kind of know what he's talking about on this time. Are you doing the singing where you don't open your mouth? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing exactly that. 
You can talk. No, I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> uh, what is it? This song made you realize. What? Oh, I, I understood lyrics on this one. I was like, oh, he's coming from an angle on this one. Sounds like he's a. Uh, got a little torture thing kind of going on. Torture porn. You like to torture porn. The one thing I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> kind of, and I might be totally wrong. I'm probably totally wrong. No, it's right up your alley with ah, all that murderous stuff. Torture. Pain. Pleasure. 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 <laughs> Pleasure. Pain. 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 Stop it. You're turning me on. <laughs> uh, this song, I think, could have been better. If it kicked in? If there was a full band, yes. I can. I think it would be a great group. I've always thought I've not ever been able to identify Dave Grohl's voice either. Like so, for me, this. I didn't like, know he was doing that. I wish I would have known. I would have been listening for that the whole time. What the? No, Dave Grohl was singing as well. I thought it was just was Kurt. he? Oh, I don't know. I thought That's you were what telling. I'm saying. Oh, okay. I've never been able to hear Dave Grohl. So for me, this sounds like. It's a little bit of Chris on the bass. A, a little bit of cymbal. To me, it sounds just like two Kurtz. Uh, it might be, but it also might be Dave. Maybe he's good enough to kind of mold in with it like uh, Wayne and Jerry Cantrell do. You know, Wayne Cantrell and Jerry Cantrell. Cause it, Cousin of Blue Cantrell? I can't figure it out, but I bet that's what they would do live, so why not have them do it in studio? Yeah, they gotta hit them up style, like their cousin Blue Cantrell. You don't know what I'm talking about, and so do probably zero people listening to this podcast. Maybe Travis, if he still listens regularly? I don't know. I just assumed he'd probably listen to this album. If Travis doesn't listen... Why are we even doing this? It's true. Just shut it down now. Sure. I said I think he would listen to this album episode. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think we should go out on that one. Let's do one more. We're going to go with Territorial Pissing. I think it's a better song to go out to, if me you ask too. me. Now, that's Chris Novoselic in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. I've seen him do it live. Live video of him being a... Looks like a drunkard, but I don't think he is. I don't know. He kind of looks like Sharon's brothers. He does. All disheveled and... Like his mustache mustache grows weird and just keeps growing or it gets angular and looks like Dr. Robotnik from Sonic <laughs> or like a Unabomber kind of look. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik Bonner. Bobber. Uh, I lost. That was a good sound. Sorry. But this song's a, this is a good one. Yeah, this is a good one. I agree. I've nice. always enjoyed this song. Energetic. This is Mosh Central. The guitar tone is very dirty, which I love, and he's doing that. I think I agree. It's it's stuff like this is what I like out of Nirvana. I prefer a heavier, grungier, dirtier Nirvana. I don't need the slow songs. I don't need... I don't know. I'm just not as interested in that stuff at all. But stuff like this is better. You want it to go! Yeah. 
<laughs> Which is I, funny. I think they do good at it. I think yes. they sound good. Yes. And I think they they have good tones musically. Like everything sounds good and tight. There's not a lot of extra garbage going on, other weird sounds and stuff. It's just kind of straight to the point and in your face. And I like it. Straight rock and roll. Very high energy, all, of course. I, I think Kurt's good at playing the guitar, but I can tell that Dave is very solid, hitting every note very hard, so it sounds good there. Chris is playing the bass great. Mm-hmm. Like It just sounds beefy. You can tell when a bass player really knows how to hit a string and not just pussy plick it, pussy pluck it, not plick it. Pussy plick it. But fucking like, grinds it, you know, and actually hits the but goddamn fucking thing. grinds it. Yeah, fucking grinds it, dude. A yeah, he's got a good voice there when he's just... It's got a whine to it, though, where it's like... Oh, for sure, for sure. Now, I think he is hurting his voice there. <laughs> I would say so as well. Ooh, and then you gotta love that little tail end. Uh, I love that tail end. Garbage noises? I, I don't love it. garbage, but tail I end. love that tail end. Tail end garbage noises is what it is. All right, you want to take a break? You're going to go take some territorial pissings like while we're on the break? Like a trash truck. Yeah, I'm going to go piss like a trash mm. truck. You know how like on a rainy <laughs> day. a trash truck piss? Well, if you're behind it on a rainy day or once it has rained into trash cans, Ugh. there's all kinds of juice that sloshes juice. back and forth when they take turns and stuff and it'll flop out of the back. Those are the pissings. Uh, I fucking done hate trash juice. A trash truck. Fuck trash juice. Let's go on break. We'll be back. You should all come back. I think back. you should play in you Trash Juice like they did in Woodstock 99. I think you in should the poop sh- water. shut your fucking mouth. I think you should try and make me shut my fucking mouth. No, I'm not a violent man. And you're not very assertive. Back down, motherfucker. Back. We'll be back. Hey there, Melody Makers. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast presents... Guess That Melody! It's the game where each person has to guess the melody of a song they've never heard before, just by reading the lyrics. We've each chosen a song that the other doesn't know, and have given them only the lyrics so each person can take a blind stab at the melody of the chorus of their song. Is Sam a regular songbird with a natural talent and eye for musical arrangements? Is Michelle going to stomp that ginger bird into the dirt? Listen on and see who can... Guess that melody! Hey there, boobs and balls. <laughs> Hi there, butts and dingles. We are going to play a little game today. Mind you, no one is actually going to win this, but it's, just a, it's for fun. It's just for fun. We're just going to have a good time. We are here to play. So... Sam, yeah. would you like to go first or yes. would you like me to go I first? I would love to go first. Okay, so I sent you the chorus to a song and you are going to, uh, do you want to read it first? Do you, how do you want to do this? I, wanna, I want you to tell me when to begin and I'm going to open it up and I'm going to look at it Okay. and r- sit on it for a second. I might read some words out. I don't know. We'll just see what happens. But I'm okay. going to ruminate on it for a second, and then I'll tell you when I'm ready to melodize. Okay, that works for me. <laughs> sound good? Sam, open that <laughs> chorus! <laughs> All right. Let's see. 
Bum 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 ruminating music. Bum 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 ruminating music. Bum 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 ruminating music. Bum bum bum. Oh boy, I I have no clue. I'll tell you right off the bat. I don't know what this is. I was hoping I could just guess it, but no, I did. I don't know what it is. I don't know what genre it is. I don't know anything. Do you have a guess if you think it could be a male or a female? Do you wanna Do you wanna throw any extras in? I'm going to read it right here. Okay, go ahead and read Anytime it. Anytime you need a friend, I will be here. You'll never be alone again, so don't you fear. Even if you're miles away, I'm by your side. So don't you ever be lonely. Love will make it all right. Mm-hmm. That's correct. <sighs> Good job. I, I feel like it's a man. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. It just gives me man vibes. Okay. <sighs> Do you think it's slow or fast? I think it's a medium pace song. I don't think it's a ballad, and I don't think it's an upbeat song. Okay. I think I'm going to give it a whirl. I think okay, I'm... are you ready? Yeah. All right, Sam is going to <laughs> guess that melody. Anytime you need a friend, I will be here. You'll never be alone again, so don't you fear. Even if you're miles away, I'm by your side. So don't you ever be lonely. Love will make it all right. All right, Sam, that was fantastic. I'm going to go ahead and I'll I feel like I knocked it out of the park, even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say that the, the, mm-hmm. compared to what I said to you, this is very funny. Yours is love and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the, I expected this. I, that, this is what's fun because we're going to pull things out that neither one of us knows on purpose. Yeah. Because I don't want you to read it and be like, oh, I know this song. So <coughs> we'll see how this. I give you a slight fighting chance, though. Okay. Because I, you might have heard my song and you might have heard it around me or heard me sing it. Okay. Well, we'll see. Do you want me to go ahead and unveil this no, chorus? I would like to know the artist first. Oh. Please. Okay. So you were wrong about the gender. Damn it. It is a female. Um, she may still be the biggest selling female artist of all time. She's had the no- most number one singles of any female artist. She is biracial. Just wondering if you can guess, or would you just like me to tell you? Just tell me. Mariah Carey. I didn't know Mariah Carey was biracial. She's biracial, baby. Okay. Her mom was white Irish. Her dad was black, and there's some sort of... uh, She has like a Latina... Cuban? Something in there as well. Puerto okay. Rican, I don't know. Okay. None of those are probably right, but... I should have just guessed Mariah anyway because it's a... Because it's She's me. a topper for you, yeah. Yeah, she's definitely a top and I am a bottom. Would you like to hear the song? <laughs> Please. All right, here we go. Anytime you need a friend I'm is the song. I'm guessing I wasn't close. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you know this song? No, I can figure it out as it goes. <laughs> no, I wasn't close at all. No, because you thought it was a man. And you had like this, uh, <laughs> this like manpower to it. So that was Anytime You Need a Friend by uh, Mariah Carey. I feel like I was close. <laughs> okay. Give me credit for that. 
I'm not going to give you credit for anything. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's not even about winning. It's just <laughs> it's about true. how this close about we fun. can get. This is about fun. All right. All right. So Are you ready? It. Are you ready for my turn now? I am. I will go ahead and uh, disconnect right here for the sake of the Lord. And then it's all you there, Sam. Let me know when it's time for me to open Sesame. Which is also kind of similar to your name, right? I'm turning your headphones down in case something happens. You can't just turn the music down on your phone, turn the sound down like I did. Jeez, we do not operate the same <laughs> way. Dun, 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 don't forget, this is an audio medium. All right. Okay, it's not that. Are you ready for your turn at this scrumptious, dumptious game? I am, but you turned me up too loud because you were that? yelling. <laughs> okay, now that's too low. How about here? There's a fine <laughs> medium, sir. Now let me know when it okay. is time. Michelle, please open your lyrics. Ooh, let's see. I have a chorus in front of me here. <clears throat> so, uh, I wonder what Michelle thinks right off of the bat of what's going on. She has any idea who it could be. Well, I don't know who it is. Okay. At all. But it's. I think it's a band. Okay. It's not an artist. Okay. Uh, I definitely th- think that it's men. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be fitting in this sort of genre as far as it, how it sounds. I will go ahead and read it. All right. Before I give it a nice stab. Okay. But of course, I do believe that this is a more up-tempo song. Okay. But we'll see how this goes. Okay. Texas is an outrage when your husband is dead. Texas is an outrage when they pick up his head. Texas is the reason that the president's dead. You gotta suck, suck, Jackie, suck. That's poetry. All right. Are you gonna give it a stab? I I'm gonna make a wound in this uh, motherfucker. Beautiful. It's fitting Needed for a, this song. A little bit of water to uh, coat my entire mouth. Oh and yeah, throat. you're gonna need it for this song. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Texas is an average when your husband is in. Texas is an average when I pick up his head. Texas is an average when my husband is in. You gotta suck, suck, Jackie, suck. It's not right at all, it's, but it was it's, fun. It's not right. You had the the aggression sort of right. It is not death metal, nor is it. Texas is an average when your is dead. No, no, I'm sorry. All right, Sam. Uh, you're correct. It's definitely men. <laughs> of course it's men. <laughs> it is a punk band that we have reviewed. Okay. It's also led by a man who loves to buy groceries, including kitty litter and walking out of stores. Oh, it's Danzig. The man is Danzig, but the band is Misfits. Misfits. The song is called Bullet. This is about JFK's assassination. You ready to hear what of it course. actually sounded like? Here we go. I also was too slow. <laughs> you gotta suck, suck, Jackie, suck. And there it was. I'd say you were closer 
than I was I'd say to it was yours. Closer because I at least guessed that it was that they're men and that it was higher. It was more up tempo. I'm gonna have to switch it up next time. I'm gonna throw you a curveball next. That's time. the whole idea about this fun little game <laughs> that we like to play called Guess That Melody. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, break's over. <laughs> ah, we're going the other way, this. Yeah! Ed Dean coming in at you with Nirvana. What was the song called? <laughs> Territorial Pissing? Yeah! I don't know what it is. Is that what, not what it is here? It doesn't say. This was a hidden track at the end of the album. I don't think it's the correct song anyway. I don't remember him. All right. Well, it's still fun to listen to Ed Gein at all times. If you ask Sambo, and that's me. But we are back. We're back. A couple of critics podcast reviewing Nirvana's Nevermind. Fucking killer job, as always. Uh, my wife. <laughs> doing. I don't remember. What did I do a killer job at? I don't remember. Being a person. Yeah, you're really good at being a person. Taking up space. I'm so good of a person. <laughs> I take up enough space for two people. You love ripping on yourself. Well, someone's going to rip these pants out and it's not going to be someone else. It's going to be me. <laughs> I'll rip them off with my teeth. That's a weird thing to do. And it seems like it'd be a kind of a long process. It is. It's just about the animal rage of it. You don't think about how dumb it is in the moment. You just think about the animal rage. I don't thinking. Uh, I don't thinking. I don't thinking about rage by animals. Mm-hmm. Why not? All right, you want to get back into this little thing we call a album? Album by Nirvana. Yes, we'll listen to this album. Correct. Okay. Boom. All right, let's get back into it. Drain use. What we're going on to next? Oh, this is a very poppy drum beat about to come in that double snare cha, 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 cha. it's like a 50s yeah kind of bebop sound like almost like a kids at a candy store sound so at the malt shop the things that was a high pop and pee Sh- malt shop so Am I thinking that the poppiness that bothers me about Nirvana is from the person who I actually like the most in Nirvana? Uh, maybe. I mean, he did admit recently he was doing disco beats a lot in Nirvana's. And I... Yeah. And it's definitely much more radio-friendly once you get past this and get into Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. I mean, but he doesn't necessarily make songs that sound da, 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 da. No. like this song is very happy sounding. Yes, and just has that high energy, and it sounds radio friendly, even though it wasn't a single, which is kind of surprising to me. I think like, a lot of songs on this album could have been singles. If the, if the other ones that they released were singles, yeah, then a lot of these could have been singles, in my opinion. I'm kind of surprised that this wasn't a single. Yeah, this has got that. Once again, 50s, like, a song about a girl kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Like, and I saw her pretty hair. Even though, you know, as a lot of 
times, I'm, I'm not speaking correctly at all, as it goes often, they're not talking about happy things, though. Good. Like, it is now my duty to completely drain you. Oh, I didn't know that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, like I said, good. You know I like doom and gloom way more than I like... Uh, happy, look slappy. Look how good things are going. Clappy. It's like, I want a person's life to go well, but I want their art to sound like they're miserable. <laughs> you prefer art that is made out of pain. Pain! <laughs> I should have yeah, known better. But I also used to complain when uh, artists said pain all the time. Like, it would seem like a trend there for a minute. Like, there's a Slipknot song. Like, pain made to order. Pain made to order. It is like, yes. <laughs> I got so much pain. But I was also not a depressed teenager. I'm not a depressed person. So I'm never really actually sitting around like, oh, feel my pain. When I hear the word pain, I think a fucking pinhead going pain. <laughs> it's because you are a detached human being. <laughs> I'm a detached, aloof human dickhead. <laughs> a very strong, opinionated, aloof dickhead. Uninformed dickhead. <laughs> I'm not going to read an article. There's a uh, whole lot of words in there. I'm just going to skim the... God damn it, words! The headline? The headline! <laughs> words, hard! Words, words just escape. Uh, this song is uh, okay. It's not one of my favorites. It's I don't not think one it's of the a worst. bad song. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's an interesting talent to be able to put such poppiness into it. And it still sounds... Grungy. Yes. You know, like it's very hard to go. It almost sounds like a Family Matters intro or like a theme. Yeah. Maybe can we do it? It's a rare condition in this day and age To read any good news on the newspaper page Love and tradition of the grand design Some people say it's even harder to find Well then there must be some magic clue Inside these gentle walls all I see is a tower of dreams Real love bursting out of every scene days go by It's the big love of the family All right. It sounded like I did cocaine at the end there. Oh. Oh, man. The, the what's that with it? California mm-hmm. with a K? Mm-hmm. Put your titty, titty back, back up, eh, Dale? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best line from the whole movie. I've noticed I'm doing that now, though. Like the. <clears throat> oh, when you do cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Not just then. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, let's move I've been on. Doing a lot lately. Let's move on. You know what? Nirvana is definitely not. They're definitely not a lounge act. Oh, ba-doom, chicken chow. Chicken chow. Mm, chicken chow. I'm hungry. Are you hungry? 
<laughs> I'm ready for some dinner after we do this. We had a shit lunch. Oh, I like this one. It's got like a surfer sound. This song was stuck in my head so much this week. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it's a good song. Yeah, it's not bad. It it kind of sounds like younger Nirvana to me. Yeah. I think it has a raw, a more raw, a raw, a raw vibe to it. I agree. It's more like, I think. I think it's more like a garage sound than a lounge act. Yeah, and it's like a jangly guitar sound that's really not been anything else except for maybe smells like Teen Spirit. And his voice seems a little cleaner than it usually is. I mean, yes. now it will change for sure because he totally flips it. But it's more like this part sounds like a detective song, like you're on the hunt. You're following someone's wife trying to get pictures of her with the neighbor. I think it sounds more like silver chair or something like that. It's just, it, it, this feels, even though I like the song, it just feels out of place on this album, I guess. I would agree, but I enjoy the song, so I'm all right with it being on there. I yeah. agree that it's, like, kind of weird in here, but I'm all right with it. Well, this fits in completely. Yeah. And it still has that kind of, like, poppy uppity sound on the background. Yeah. Quite a bit, actually. I think oh, the yeah, song it's still just really... as poppy as it was earlier. It's just that shriek is happening mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Which is a good fucking shriek, man. If later, like, someone got him to do shrieks on, like, a guest vocals on their metal song, they would fucking fit. Well, we were watching that Woodstock 94 thing earlier, and there were a couple times where Billy Joe Armstrong, like, growled oh, and yeah. screamed. He did. He was straight up like... <laughs> and then he also started a song later, I don't know if you were in the room, by screaming. Oh, and I don't think I was. it was... It sounded good so i do like i do think that kurt has a very or had a very grungy good voice for that style of music i agree you know when we're talking about grungy shrieking vo- vocals vocals you, you you put on that uh that documentary about that memphis Summer or no, Harlem? Soul. Yeah, the Harlem Cultural Festival. Man, that was awesome. It was so good. And some of the uh, women's vocals and the men's vocals, when they were feeling it, they were straight just... And it was just like, man, you are fucking metal screaming right now. This is amazing. It also <laughs> kind of feels like if you aren't feeling this right now, like if there's not something that's just permeating through those speakers into you, then you're just not very big into music, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't understand then how what you What are you doing on that stage? I can I just don't understand. I'm just saying watching it. Oh, man. And it not being make affected you feel. by it oh, yeah. is what I mean. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you could be. No, it made my whole face hot. Like, man, this rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it was several times in that documentary. It's very good. I would suggest watching it. Summer and, of Soul on Hulu. And I hope that eventually they... Uh, just release the whole concert. Oh, yeah. Unedited. Just, you know. As is. As is, because who knows how many actual songs we missed. They're not just going to bring out David Ruffin for one fucking song to come out and do My Girl. Yeah, that's true. David Ruffin's not going to have that. Eh, maybe. He might be like, well, he just how much left. money am I getting? And how near, where's the nearest crack house? It was free. 
It was a oh, free show. Free show for them, for the performers too. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it was something to help bring like that's cool their music to the forefront. I think David Ruffin knows he can go to Harlem and everyone's just gonna give him crack cocaine. He's fine. The fact <laughs> that it wasn't televised, no one wanted to buy it because it was the same year as Woodstock, and they weren't interested in a mostly black show. Yeah, that, and that seems to be the ex- only reason. And that, yeah, the guy, that it just, it took 50 years before Hulu was like, yeah, we'll do a special on this. Like, what the fuck? Like, why I would mean, you? Didn't you tell me it was, like, in a basement for? That's what it said. It said that it was, yeah, because he couldn't sell it. That's he He tried shopping wild. it around and no one would buy it. Which and it's is so good. It's so it's good. Crazy. It's crazy. All right. Let's Summer get, of Soul. Let's get back into these lame ways called Nirvana. All right, this is a song called Stay Away. I like the intro. I like snare drums. I like the bass. The bass is really good, too. I've always enjoyed this song quite a bit, personally. It's it's also kind of angsty as well. Yes, they have a talent for pop and making it grunge. It's so weird. Uh Uh-huh. It's so down the line. Turned a little bit. There but that bass, I think, sounds really good in this yes. song. You can really hear it. His bass is always really good. And then for this song where they get been in my head a bit, too. I can see why. I mean, just that. And then the chorus. This one's pretty punky, too. Uh-huh. This is my pre- preferred Nirvanus. Me, too. I could mosh the shit out of this song too. I think the the bass is so good. I yeah. it's hard to not listen to it in the song. The bass tone is really good. He's got that high end click to it, so you can hear it still. But it's and so they're really full. bringing it to the surface too. Yeah, like it's yeah. not just being hidden no. behind the percussion, which I think happens a lot. This is the bass song. This is Chris's own right here. He's crushing it bass wise. Doing like that surfer lines and stuff. <laughs> it rules. I love, I've said it many times on this podcast. I hate bad bass players. <laughs> I fucking love good bass players. I agree. Which one are you, Tom Jeffries? <laughs> I can't say bad because I don't, I can't necessarily, I just either hear you or I don't. That's yeah. kind of what I mean. You hear the good ones. There's a reason they'll turn up that knob for the good ones, and they'll turn it down for another reason. Unless you're doing uh, Metallica's Injustice for All album, where they just were so sad about their bass player, original original bass player being dead, so they just didn't want to hear bass, it seems. Yeah. This is a real... It's a grooving song. I can't believe... I don't think I was ready for Nirvana until, like, now. Because you were more familiar with, like, Smells Like Teen Spirit was the big one, right? And just I don't think I was open enough in my brain to let it in. I think the the, the sheen the of it and the hype, it just wasn't letting it in. Yeah. And, as you know, and I've said before, I want, I'm trying to not write straight, strict metal anymore. Yeah. And branch out into things that are still, you know, aggressive. I'm not going to not be aggressive. I'm me. Yeah. But I'm trying to like write songs, you know, so memorable lines, uh, grooves in it that make you actually move. Yeah. Grooves that are from funk songs, but I'm putting them in a punk rock context. 
Things like that. So I think this band is the perfect timing for me right now. Yeah, sometimes you just need to be ready. And it's reinforcing my ideas. Like I said to you about Dave Grohl's drumming. He, he's not afraid to play the same fill if it serves the song. Like uh-huh. the song earlier. He does that every time. But it's right. And I've got a fucking wall in my head that every little thing's got to be different. Like, someone's going to listen to this and be like, oh, well, that's the fill he did on stanza two. Like, nobody's fucking listening to it like that. Well, if you want to be specific, that, I mean, not specific, but specifically that part is my favorite part of that song, which is the da-dun-da-dun-da-dun-da, the drums and how just simple they are because they hit perfectly and it's all they need to be. It doesn't need to be some big wild thing that's just trying to really quickly fit into this spot yeah, doing as much as they can uh, it drives me crazy it and they sound huge it makes the song sound bigger because it's just these big just huge alright and I also I think that documentary about him buying that mixing board from that one studio okay. I think they recorded the drums for this album in that studio on that console and everyone says that console has a magic drum sound Whoever uses it, it gets such good drum sounds. So you're getting great drum sounds on this album. I'm pretty sure it's this album. And then that's the one he bought and had moved to his studio. Mm. Analog consoles. Beautiful. Good preamps. Beautiful. Can't afford it. Not beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's go to On a Plane. I just realized... Plane is spelled P-L-A-I-N in this title. You thought it was like a flying plane. Yeah, I thought he was being like uh, that. Like I'm on a boat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or that country song where he's like, I'm getting drunk on a plane. (laughs) I've got, I don't know what the fuck that is. (laughs) Well, after this song, you're going to. (laughs) Oh, damn it. I like this song too. His voice, he has that shaky voice in this song. Yeah, he's going for like a more of an emotional sound, I think, in this one. Um, the drone I've, sound. I've got some pain. <laughs> I've got some pain. <laughs> but I like the uh, the music. It's very simple. It also sounds very Foo Fighters with the ooh. Uh-huh. I'd never noticed those vocals in there before. Really? It's, yeah. uh, the song ends like that. It does. You're right. I noticed it then. Love myself better than you. I know it's wrong. So what should I do? Yeah, such a fine line of being successful with grunge and pop, and goddamn, were they good at it? I can't hate it. I really can't, and I, I don't feel like it's fair to to have had this stigma about them because they're not a bad band. I just think Smells Like Teen Spirit being used as the poster song for grunge bothers me, is what I think it is. Or Black Hole Sun. Like, those are all just skimming the surface of what that shit really had to offer. And I just don't think it's a good enough representation of the whole genre. I see what you're saying, but on the other hand, it's those songs and those albums were what broke it big and created the whole boom. It's easier to probably have the opinions that I do because my knowledge of all of this came after the fact. If I were of age when this all came out and listened to it as it was happening, I may have different opinions. I think it's very likely. I'm telling you, if I, if I was 
14, 15 when this album came out, and I was already getting into, like, I'm, I'm noticing that I like skulls and I like horror movies and shit like that. Yeah. I probably would have been super into this. Or who knows? Maybe I would have been an asshole. I've been like, it's not more of an angel. Like it's just better that you left it in the past and had your feelings and thoughts. I think so. I think I came to it the way that I needed to come to it. <laughs> I was like which, that with lots of things. Which the way I do most things are difficult. <laughs> Oh, like you're a difficult person? Uh-huh. Not you. <laughs> this might go for everyone in the world, but I can either be the most like I don't give a shit person or the most. It's not everyone. It's got to be like this. <laughs> it's a lot of people. But some people are just real uh, high maintenance and on edge all the time. So they're not very laid back ever. You'll find those moms on like wife swap and things. I don't know where that came from. But gargoyle. What are you doing on Wife Swap? Oh, wait, that's a that's a show, not an app, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, it could be. It very well could be. It is the future, and technology is here for us to ruin and abuse. That's horrible. What? To think of wife swapping that way i mean unless you're you're all consenting adults whatever if you're into it go for it i guess i just thought like my wife doesn't know but i'm swapping her out with you i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't handle wife swapping i like oh because it would be the it's usually like the opposite personality so it would be someone more high maintenance than me uh, which doesn't really take wife swapping you're not thinking about actually so i'm just talking about fucking the other dude's wife oh what that's what wife swapping is. That's what the app's going to do. It's That's, not for an actual let's oh, change the, wives. The app would be. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it would be more of the Dave Chappelle parody uh, oh, of wife way? swap. That'd be miserable. Versus, because they actually fucked on that. I smell your lightsaber. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, but on the TV show, it wasn't anything like that. They didn't fudge. Yeah, it's true. But I'm going to say that both scenarios are awful. This mythical app, which might probably already exist. Ashley Madison was a big thing that I didn't know anything about like, until it got busted. It wasn't that like... Uh, it was cheating. Cheating. I wasn't like swingers. Correct. Oh, they're all... Yeah, they're I couldn't swinger swing. things. They're, couldn't do it. They're swinger apps and things, I'm as, sure. As soon as dude, other dude's pants come off and I know it, I'm like, all right, shutting it down. Get out of here. <laughs> you know who definitely don't swing? The Jeffreys. We <laughs> tried so hard and they just wouldn't. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm kidding. Oh no, I brought that porn accidentally out of my phone and the little Charlie's and they still didn't catch on. Uh, I had my dick painted up like Gene Simmons, ready to go. You have put marks all over this wall. You it s- was from the desk that was there before, I know. It's uh, I saw it when I took it away. I was like, I'm gonna see how long I can wait till Michelle sees all this. Well shit. seeing as how I'm sat right next to it, there's no <laughs> way I'm not gonna see it. That's just how it goes. We have a couple more songs. Yeah, two you more. Get let's, this shit well, over yeah, with. Let's do it. Let's do the song called Something in the Way. Ha! Which you might want to say. Could Fuck, I forgot to play that country song. Be this song. <laughs> oh, this song is in the way. This is a boar town. Polly, at least, it has some uh, provocative content, I guess, what is being talked about. And this is just... I mean, this is a slower tempo. This is him mm-hmm. barely opening his mouth. Yeah. I mean, Polly wants to 
Paul, Polly wants a cracker. Was but Polly was kind of similar to that because I think I may have been mocking yeah, the singing style then. You were, but Polly's also more up tempo and more with it. This it was is just so on low. an acoustic guitar. Like before, I said about Polly, I would have liked it more if they added some drums in, and you could hear it with drums. Mm -hmm. I can't hear this song with any like upping. I think it might add something eventually. Now it's better when it's like something in the way. This part, I like this because the violins are. It's a good addition. I normally don't like adding stuff like that, but violins. It helps this song. Not a big if it wasn't there. Man. Oh, a big string. I would love to actually uh, have access to strings. One thing I think is super irritating because I do listen to Jim Norton and Sam Roberts during the week is that Jim will talk about how he hates saxophones in songs. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? He's like, I hate horns. And it's like, I fucking love horns. You are crazy. I, uh, but it depends because I think he's more like ska horns are shit. Okay, well, that's bullshit. I think that's, that's. I was gonna say I agree with the saxophone thing if it's like. Oh, it depends what kind of. It depends on the style for sure. That sucks. It doesn't have but to a be. Ska band like. More than like a funk band. Oh, or it's shit. kind of funk band. That's what I was thinking. Yes. I was thinking like funk and rhythm and blues and shit. Even a swing band. Yeah, Let's get I, those horns going, baby. I can't get on board for hating horns. There's really no instrument that I hate, though. Huh, I wonder if there's an instrument that I hate. I really like that that thing that you put in your mouth. Mouth harp? Know. Yeah. Love it. Uh, it's beautiful. I wonder if there is an instrument I absolutely hate. Because I, I think there's use for... Yeah. Something in everything, in any song. Unless there's something that actually sounds like... Because I even love the theremin, which I yes. feel like I should be annoyed by, but I'm not. <laughs> it could probably get annoying sooner than a guitar would. It depends yes. on how it's played. But God damn it, it's fun to go... When we hand out candy, we should just get a little theremin. They're expensive. At, at, no, a little one. You can buy like a mini little thing. A miniman? A, a mini theremin okay. on Amazon. I've looked. How much are they? I don't remember. It's been a while. And when people walk up, you go. Uh -huh. so Why can't I just spooky. do that? I mean, you can, but oh. will you still do the hand signs as if you're playing a theremin, but no, aren't? Because it's Halloween and I have to figure out how to scare children. That's what I'll be busy doing. I'll be uh, sitting there being cold. Or and... hot. No, it's Depends. been cold for a while. At that time of year. It'll be really hot, and then it'll switch and just drop, and it'll suddenly be like 30 degrees and snowy. Yeah. It's great. I hate this area. You'll be like, are you a little stormtrooper? <laughs> You wouldn't know what that. Do you know what a stormtrooper is? I do, Sam. Okay. I'm not completely hey. unaware of things that were very big in pop culture. It's true. I didn't know. I didn't know. Are we ever going to talk about 90 Day Fiance on this podcast? Should we create another? I have so many times. Should we just no. create another podcast? <laughs> there are people who have. I think Nicole Byer has a 90 Day Fiance oh, yeah, podcast. She can have it then. She'd be yeah. way better than us. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might be pretty good on it. I love that shit. I love that delicious, beautiful, sweet, sweet garbage. Oh, I thought you were going to say beautiful, sweet, sweet, and then 
a name of a person. No garbage. The whole show in general. I love. Oh. I love it. I love all the spinoffs. It's terrible. A lot of them are terrible people, and I can't get enough <laughs> of it. Because even though reality TV is reality is they take typically existing issues. They don't create things. They don't write new stories. They just tell you to accept. They just them. talk about that. Yeah. Talk about how you feel. Hey, how do you feel about your sister talking behind your back and saying that you're a bitch? <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So <laughs> they just kind of guide them, but they don't. I mean, that's still reality. And I just feel that a lot of times that stuff is way funnier oh. than written things. I, because the natural human reaction is often dumb, over the top, <laughs> and not always justified. And it's just interesting because we all feel so, like, every this, like, my reaction fits what is happening. It all makes sense to me, and my anger is completely justified, so I don't feel bad. And then having to watch it back and be like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> because I really felt that way, and I was in, like, a blind emotion, a blind emotional state, at least. Because, I mean, yeah, like you said, they're just guiding. They're not writing for him. You don't write. Angela goes up to camera and says, look at my brand new titties, bitch, and then pulls out her boobs <laughs> and then storms out, smokes a cigarette, then comes back in and apologizes for losing her cool and then loses her cool all over again. Immediately. And then leaves for good. And th you did, you, they didn't write that. Now, they loved what they got. Oh, for sure. There were smiles on those producers' faces the whole time. Yeah, but they also, when someone storms off, they usually try to get the person to come back oh, yeah, out yeah. anyway. Oh, for so sure. So they want things to go. Yeah, because they want to them to continue. keep yelling. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a nightmare. I meant they loved it when the titties came out. They were like, oh, man. Yes, but that's the thing. If you put way too much stuff in there, then they're going to have to cut out stuff that's good and so you you can't necessarily overload it as well yeah, because true, then you just seem like a fucking psycho and then they fire you because that show has fired many people oh is it firing i thought it was always just like eh, you're kind of getting like nobody cares about you anymore it's a combo it also just depends on things that people have done like larissa larissa colty colty's ex yeah okay. she has been let go from the show from because she's just outrageous uh, I think it was because of the type of OnlyFans stuff that she was putting up. Like, it was a little more than they wanted to be associated with. <laughs> so she's getting fucking real nasty. Yeah, she is real fucking nasty and well, fake yeah. as hell. We have she's one more freaky. song. You want to do. do this? Yep, it's the, probably, it is the longest song on the whole album. Coming in at six minutes and 43 seconds. I bet that makes you happy. Here we go. Because this song is just raw and heavy. This song said, hey, let's write a song for Sam Iser <laughs> in Batesville, Indiana. Because even though I'm familiar with this album, I would not have been into this song. Because this song is much more metal. They don't usually get really metal. This song no. is much more metal than anything else. I almost think it's a parody. Really? Yeah. Just, it might not be, but I feel like it could be. Why? I don't. I don't. I don't get that feeling at all. But you're more in that world. Nothing else like it on this album. Maybe because they just. Maybe this is an old song that they used to do, and they really like it and thought it should be. And then this sounds like something uh, Foo Fighters would do. It's going surfer sound, getting that. That tone. Spring reverb. I like surfers like to use back in the day. I think this Watch the waves, dude. I think this feels very emotional. 
to me because he's not even necessarily it's more just what is it death violence like it's just it's just supposed to be madness it didn't sound like when it slowed down that he was saying anything he was just like oh i can't tell a single word he's saying ever i mean i i think when he starts screaming he says death violence but that's all i have that adds to my thought that it's a parody then Hmm. then you just go death violence well he's not saying it like that skull I bought a new wristband from Hot Topic. I'm going to look it up. I have it up here. The song was a random jam that broke out when they were trying to record Lithium. Kurt was so frustrated with their lack of progress that he spontaneously started playing the song and Chris and Dave joined in. The lyrics were made up on the fly. Uh, Kurt broke his guitar in the studio during the recording, which can be heard during the end of the song. So he's having a tantrum is what you're telling me? Yeah, like he's getting his frustration out because, I mean, that's what it sounds like. He was frustrated because they were having a hard time getting lithium down. So he just needed to fucking rage and get it out to be able to complete the song because he was just fucking irritated. Well, then they had to get a new guitar first before he finishes the song. I'm sure he could afford it. (laughs) I'm sure he could afford it. He was probably like, I only use this guitar. Get it fixed. Prima Madonna stuff. Yeah. What are the lyrics? Does it say them? Uh-huh. Silence. Here I am. Here I am. Silent. Bright and clear. It's what I am. I have died. And then the interlude is just mother being yelled four times. Death and violence. Death and violence. Excitement. Right here. Died. Go to hell. Here I am. Right here. Ow. I knew he said Ow. Death is what I am. Go to hell. Go to jail. And back of that crime, here I am. Take a chance. Dead. Die. Really inspirational lyrics. He's freestyling, though. But, yeah, he's just mad. I mean, I think it's fine. I think it fits. I never got the feeling that it was a parody. So it's kind of good to know that I was... That, it, that it's not. Even though he has that kind of sarcastic... Had that sarcastic nature about him where it seemed like... I'm not going to take this seriously. It's all a joke. Fuck this. I, I didn't get that feeling from this. This just felt like it was just raw emotion to me. They planned it. They wrote every note. It was all parody. They got Weird Al in the studio. And uh, said, hey, bud, help us with this song. Hey, bud. What do you want to call it? And Mr. Yankovic said... I don't know, it feels endless, and I feel like it should be nameless. And Kurt went, bingo, endless, nameless. Do you think that when people were young and they're like, Al Yankovic, I'm gonna yank your tits. I fucking hope not. And they just pulled on his little childlike nipples. This is the most horrific scene I've ever been thinking of in my life, and I don't appreciate you making me think about Weird Al. Getting his nipples yanked. Go! Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that was accurate because you did just ejaculate and then push ghosts. There's ectoplasm everywhere. Okay, but by now, I'm over it. I like the stuff where it's like... Sounds like... It sounds like it's thrashing to me. No, he's just... Pulling his strings, probably. Yeah, he's in a tantrum. Yeah. He's just thrashing around. He's mad. 
So instead of getting the problem fixed, he just loses his mind. I don't know anybody. I was going to say. Yells at the top of their lungs. Throws fuck! throws things, punches stuff. Don't know anybody that does that. I don't punch stuff anymore. You used to. So I'm just saying, instead of all of that physical stuff, it was brought out through music, even though there was some yelling and screaming. So I should keep a guitar at work for when I'm mad, and then I just take it and go, Get out! violence! Ow! <laughs> that works. I'm bored with this song. I think... I don't I don't like it as much as you do, but I know that I felt I like that you would like part. it. You don't like this? No, it's all just noise. It's two uh, Nine Inch Nails for you. No, it's not enough Nine Inch Nails, and thank God. Because <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. I wanted to say something. Uh, your bullies for Mr. Yankovic, do you think they went... Now your name is weird, Ow Yankovic, and punched him to make him say Ow. Well, I don't think it was weird then. I mean, they thought he was weird, but I don't think that he was known as, oh, little weird Al Yankovic. I think it was, oh, little Yank your tits. There he goes. God damn it, you're getting me all hot and horny again <laughs> talking about those Yank tits. <laughs> Pulling those little childlike prepubescent hey, nips. Fuck off. Pause. <laughs> what was that? Like fucking eight seconds out from the end? Ten. Aren't you a big boy? Look at you pushing the limits. I'm taking it to the limit right now. Hell. Take it to the limit. Show me those anchor tits. Take it to the limit. Anchor tits? Show me those anchor tits. That, that, I mean, anchor tits. Your anchor tits. Oh, man, if you pull on those long enough, they will become like anchors. Or if, you know, just gravity is a motherfucker because we're here on Earth. Yes, gravity does exist. I am glad that we're finished with the album because we are officially to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over some questions. It's time, time to ask questions. You will have answers when it's time for questions. You know you gotta... Answer them, or you can get the fuck out. All right. So, Sam, why did you choose this album? Uh, self exploration. It was time. Ooh, he found his Nirvana on his body. He was finally old enough to find his Nirvana. There's this band that I've been trying to figure out this album, and just so happens I found it today when I was rooting through these cameras that we have set up here there so are cameras in them there are and it was just like hey you know what i think we had just done we had just done like the group grunge thing not too long ago yeah so it was in my head not super in my head but we talk about grunge in the 90s and all that shit it's uh-huh. like stop it <laughs> it's just like it was a missing link ah! God damn you. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I know. Fuck you. Don't tell me how to be. Don't. All right. The whole point. I'm going to give you the Michelle no. treatment when you talk. The best thing that we have going uh-huh. on for us yeah. is our communication. Okay. And the fact that we both have these undeniable fears to punch each other <laughs> in the face. But we don't do it because we respect each other. Can we talk about what's more important in this relationship? Is that we're going to have dinner after this, right? Of course. I'm fucking really hungry. You ask me as if we don't, like, eat meals regularly. I know, but it's all I'm thinking about. 
I've been thinking about food too, <laughs> but I, that's of no surprise to anyone. But I chose it just because I thought it was a good idea to choose it, and I wanted to figure it out if I like Nirvana or not. Boom. Well, what do you think you? What do you think I thought when you gave it to me? I think you were a little bit surprised, but you were obviously going to have an easier I time. I think with you this. were a little bit surprised. God damn you! <laughs> There's a squirrel that keeps running back and forth on the telephone line, and it's very tiny and very cute. Do you see it? No. Do you want me to go kick its ass? I would rather that not happen. It's a baby. It looks like a baby. So yes, kick its ass. No. Maybe we there can. There have... he goes. Oh, he went. You didn't see him. Maybe we can have squirrel for dinner. Because you're a piece of shit. You don't have. Good seeing eyes. And I don't have the... Uh, you got poop in your eyes. I don't have the nerve to kill an animal either, so we're not having squirrel for dinner. I don't think it's nerve. I think when you kill... You had no problem accidentally ripping that bunny to pieces with the lawnmower. Th- that was a big problem. <laughs> I was the one who almost cried, especially <laughs> when you brought that that little bunny, that baby bunny The one that survived in. and was not harmed, thankfully. Well, until you put it in the neighbor's bush, and then the next day they had people come and cut the bushes down. It's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Those poor fucking buddies. They oh. can't catch a break. So my judgment prior to listening to this is that I was surprised that Sam chose it, but I'm familiar with this album. So for me, it was it was going to be interesting. I'd say easy, but interesting because I was really leaning towards wanting to know what you thought about it more than anything. Uh, how many times did you listen to this? I listened to this uh, probably five times, Ooh. counting once around you. I only listened to three and watched the music videos, which you watched with me. Yes, I did. But again, I'm so familiar with this. I didn't feel like I needed the listens to feel a certain way. I already had my mind made up. I just needed to refresh my brain. Click that refresh button. I clicked the button, <coughs> and it said, move along, sir. <laughs> So Sam's least favorite song. This one's interesting. I'm not really sure about this because I guessed ahead of time of what I thought that it would be. And I don't know that I was correct. Um, because I my guess is that it's one of the slower songs. Why would you ever say that about me? Because it makes sense. I'm going to guess that even though I feel like there's a, an, a known stigma with the song Polly. And I want to say that. I'm going to say something in the way, which is what I guessed ahead of time. I don't know if it's correct because you did say you liked the chorus, but I'm sticking to something in the way. So I'm going to have to tell you that your answer is very correct. This is a goddamn snooze. It's so droney. Not into it. The violins don't save it. It's just this is the most interesting part of the song. Uh So boom, you got it. Right. What okay. do you think my least favorite song you is? You know what? This is hard because you fucking hate that first song. But I think you also don't ah. like that song I just played. What song? Something y- in the Way? Yes. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Something in the Way. But, but I'm, I'm going to give it to Smells Like Teen Spirit. I'm not going to. It's not. It's not. What? Yeah. I, I dislike Smells Like Teen Spirit the most because I've heard it so many times. And like I said, I don't think it's a good representation of the genre of grunge. Okay. But I don't necessarily think it's a bad song. It's just not for me. Okay. Is it Polly? No, it's actually Damn it. it's actually Endless Nameless. It kind of goes over my head. Ah, uh, fuck. I should have known. Like I said, when I, I never really listened to this song, the album for me ended with something in the way, maybe even before that, because I've never been a big fan. Well, yeah, I mean, this doesn't. It doesn't scream Michelle. 
No, it's screaming. And he's also not screaming Michelle. No, it's more die, death, violence. Die, death, violence. Murder, death, kill. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> okay, and as far as what I think Sam's most favorite song, mm-hmm. I... I'm gonna okay, so I'm not sure if you liked Endless Nameless, but you said that you liked the beginning. So that is not what I'm going with. My guess for you is territorial pissings. <clears throat> well goddamn consider yourself two for motherfucking two. It makes sense. I've always enjoyed the song very much too. I like the energy, so <clears throat> I really like the name too, Territorial <laughs> Pissings. I agree. Which I didn't know was the name of the song until we did this podcast. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's even better now. <laughs> it sounds like something that but you would is, like. This is very punky. This is so punk. what my favorite Nirvanist turns out to be. And if they did that all the time, not all the time, but, you know, had that energy more so. Kind of lean more They could have been one of punk. my top favorite fucking bands. Like, yeah. You know. Like, yeah. But they went a little with that those pop hits more that they were able to just write so well and so easily, I guess. All right. What do you think my favorite song is? This is impossible. Really? I have no fucking clue. Um, You're probably not going to get it right, but I still would like you to guess something and try. I can't remember what any of the songs sound like. Drain You? No, but you were close. It is Stay Away. Uh, why am I close? Because <laughs> you're two songs away. Like, like, literally in the placement of the songs. What makes you like this song? Just It just uh, does. <laughs> I just like it. I like the energy. I like that it's kind of thrashy a little more. Uh, it's not like fully punk, but you get a lot of bass in this song. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's a big part of it. And the monkey see, monkey do, go away. Has just, it gets in my head a lot. <laughs> and yeah, I, I like Stay Away. There you go. I was zero for zero. Was zero was... for two. That's how they say that. And you were two for two. Good job. Two for two. Thanks. Now back to the questions. We can get through this pretty quickly as we usually can. The interest. We shut the fuck up. <laughs> the interest is usually in the first half of the questions because I think a lot of what happens, you know, later on. Uh, we'll see. I think there's some things that we obviously answered throughout the episode, but I still like to just have it to kind of sum things up Confirm at the end. It. Yeah. How old were you when you first started listening to this album, Sam? 35. Uh, That sounds about right. And what did you originally feel about this album? Which basically just sum up how you feel about this album. Surprised. Uh, Happily. uh, What's the word? Uh, Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Yes. I I turned it around. I was the person who couldn't remember words at all for most of the episode. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it it was good. I think it's an actually good album. Okay, so you would or would not recommend this today? Ah, uh, after maybe about a hundred other albums. Okay. Yeah, I. It's not going to represent me. I wouldn't give it to somebody like, if, you know, like Sam. Give me things that, that mm-hmm. is you. Yeah. It would not be this. It would be like the Misfits. Yeah. Well, would I listen to this again? I would say no, because for me, only maybe half of the album is worth listening to. I think that there are songs on here that could easily make it into playlists, which probably should because I do enjoy them very much. 
Um, but as a whole album, no. But I will rate this. I will give it a seven. As you know, zero out of ten, all over the rock and roll cats. I'm giving it a seven because I do think it, for what it is, it's solid as hell. There, it's pretty tight where it needs to be, and it's fucking wild and wacky and free <laughs> uh, when it needs to be as well. So, not saying that I necessarily love it, and that I would. I'm giving it a seven based on how much I like it. I think it deserves a number seven. Seven all over rock and roll cats. Yes. You want to know how many Oliver Rock and Roll Cats I'm going to give it? Of course. I'm going to give it six and a half. It's and just not quite heavy enough for uh, you. It's, that's not going to make it into my rotation. Mm-hmm. I don't think you asked me if I was ever going to listen to it again. I did. Wait, no. No. But well, I mean, you wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. I'm never really going to listen to it again. But it, I will appreciate it. I appreciated it a lot more than I did before. Give them a little more slack than you used to. Yeah, I won't hate a person as soon as I see them wearing a Nirvana shirt. I'm not going to say that there aren't people out there that shouldn't be wearing Nirvana shirts, but who cares? Like what you like. I'm such an asshole. Who fucking cares? That's fair. There he goes again. Hi, squirrel. Look, it's running. Oh, well, it stopped. I see it. It's a little guy. It's just a little guy. I'm going to go kick his ass. All right, Sam. So you need to describe this album in one word for me. I would appreciate that very much. This album, in one word for me, is... Uh... I'll go first if you want me to. I just thought of one. Oh, okay. Go for it. I'm going to go with... This is a surprising word, but... Chaotic. Oh, okay. I cannot even think about anything on this album without the phrase baby dick because okay it's it's the album with the baby's pecker on the front it is so everyone knows they're very chaotic so chaotic baby dick yay we came together on a phrase we sure did sounds like a fucking band name chaotic baby dick thank you for coming out tonight we are chaotic baby dick all right you thought it was gonna be a death metal band didn't you nope well vocally it was that's just how he talks in between songs okay that's so stupid that death metal guys do that thank you for coming out tonight (laughs) tell me about it it's terrible the only time it's ever enjoyable is metalocalypse because it's funny oh he talks like this brutal Mm mm-hmm and but I don't take that shit seriously, so it, it's only comedy to me. It's only comedy to me. So I'm not going to fester too much on this. Mm. Uh, so we are nearing the end of the episode. We do need to talk about what is next. My cousin Chris, who was on the Grunge episode with us, will be returning to the podcast for his own solo episode. His first solo episode, his and, second episode, technically. And I, th- we both think that he did a really good job before, so I'm looking forward to him being on the podcast. Not necessarily looking forward to what he has given us, which is Swimming by Mac Miller. You fucking son of a bitch. Next. We gotta stop having guests on here. In fact, I'm going to make a list of albums I'm okay with, and that's all anybody's allowed to choose or from. Or just artists to not choose from. Who knows? That, that, whatever, It's the whole point of the podcast. It's the whole fucking point of the podcast, so it's okay. He yeah. he said that he thought that you might struggle with it, but little might. does he know. <laughs> well, I he mean, listen to every fucking episode. How does he think might? He made, <laughs> That could have been my word. You need to chill out. <laughs> 
It's going to be a rough one. So, guys, make sure to tune in next week. I'm already week. worked up. And it's not even time to record this. <laughs> All right. Well, we, as always, appreciate you coming and hanging out with us. We are dumb fucks, yes. but we're here to entertain. Yes. Thank you Hopefully for listening. Hopefully, we did some of that. Hopefully, the video turned out and you guys are actually seeing some of this. Yeah. Who knows? Because all you need is more ugly fucks to look at on the internet. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. We love you. Bye. Fucking food time. Mm. <laughs> What's for dinner? Do I have to cook? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>